0: Owen and I grew closer as friends, enjoying each other's company and shared love of mad ideas. Not happy with the ordinary humdrum of life, we embarked on ridiculous projects, from organising enormous New Year's Eve parties to overnight clubbing trips to Belgium to, well, I can't include everything here, but let's just say his mother's garage served a variety of purposes over the years. Since our first road trip through Africa, we'd considered the trip of a lifetime an overland journey down the eastern spine of Africa from Cairo to Cape Town, following the path of many an adventurer. In theory, it was simple. We'd buy a Land Rover, prepare it for the journey, and drive off into the sunset, two young men taking on the world. Our characteristic visions of grandeur meant that traveling to Cape Town by the standard routes wasn't bold enough. We needed to make the journey more of an adventure, something that would test our mettle and prove our worth as men. As twenty-somethings, We fed off each other's lust for life. Our brainstorming now threw up a new and ridiculously ambitious plan to circumnavigate the entire continent. We'd cross the Strait of Gibraltar into Morocco, travel down the west coast to South Africa, back up the east coast and across the north, exiting by ferry from Tunisia into Italy. We'd travel through 31 countries, covering 50,000 kilometers on some of the worst roads in the world. Even on paper it looked huge. All we had to do was work out how to pay for it. So I did the unthinkable and got a full-time job in England. My days of swapping hemispheres were over for a while. If I was to realise my next dream, I needed to apply myself and earn some serious money. I started work as an events coordinator at the Royal Star and Garter Home in Richmond, southwest London. I had a brilliant boss named Alastair Holmes who loved adventure, the great outdoors and rugby as much as I did. I was working for a charity, so it wasn't the most financially lucrative move I've ever made, but it taught me how to manage an event, raise sponsorship and deal with people from all walks of life, all critical skills to hone when planning an expedition. Building an Expedition Even the least adventurous people dream about places and things they'd love to see and experience firsthand. The secret to getting the most out of life is turning your dreams into reality so that memories can be created. Whether your expedition is as simple as a weekend walk along the beach or as complex as a trek across a desert, keep these points in mind while you're planning it. Make sure it inspires you. Whether it's a weekend walk or a year on the ice, keeping motivated throughout your project is essential for you, your brand, and your sponsors. Read, research, and revise. Whatever your chosen project, there are bound to be people out there who have done something similar. Online forums are the most up-to-date, relevant, and useful places to find out how to succeed and fail. Meet your mentors. Nothing beats a face-to-face meeting with the people who've done it before. They will inspire you, share their knowledge and alert you to potential pitfalls. Train. Learn the skills you need to get the job done safely and successfully, whether it's navigation, first aid, water recovery or simply the fitness required to get over the finish line. Assign specific jobs to the team. Maintaining a healthy team dynamic is essential especially in high-pressure environments. Give team members roles and responsibilities they can make their own. Draw up a mission statement, an action plan and a budget. Know from the outset what you're trying to achieve, how you'll go about it and what funds you have or will require to get the job done. Make a list of everything that could go wrong. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Draw up a safety plan and practice your procedures so they become second nature for everyone involved. Set a date and a timeline. Nothing commits you more than having a date to work to. Once you've got that, set out an achievable timeline you can work to for sponsors, training, media, budget and so on. Be gracious. Once you've made it successfully back, ensure you thank everyone who helped you out. A handwritten letter is still the best. To beat the horrific traffic to London, my day would start around 5am. To this day, I'm haunted by memories of the wasted hours sitting bumper to bumper on the A3. I did at least get plenty of thinking...